0: Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Good day, everyone, and welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. My name is not Mysterious Matt. I am one of your hosts. With me, as always, my long-lost brother on the East Coast,
1: Mysterious Mike Talent. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Hopefully, you're surviving the uh, new new uh, surging apocalypse
0: the new surging apocalypse is it like a uh, tidal wave apocalypse is it a tsunami apocalypse
1: i don't know man it's like if you've ever seen that movie 28 days later the virus is now like that dude super fast <laughs> uh, is it 28 days later is it 28 days
0: more later is that what the sequel is uh
1: i don't think that I think it's another 28 days. Is that what it is? Or something. I yeah, I don't think it's 28 more. More 28 more days. later.
0: <laughs> they can't do math. What the hell. <laughs>
1: 28 plus 28. 12. Exactly. Woo! I'm a whiz when it comes to math. Yeah, I'm glad you took all those standardized tests. They really taught you.
0: They taught me well. They taught me well. Well, except, you know, like our generation, you remember we were like setting the bar for like the standardized tests for one of them that they introduced in
1: Arizona. You remember the Ames? Yeah. Oh uh, No, we were doing the one for um the uh the high school graduation. Like, right. They were trying Ames. to like set the medium. Was Is that what, yeah, was what it was It was called? like
0: Ames. And now it's like, you know, they used our class to do it. And you remember, I don't know how you're, I don't remember what class you took it in. But I think I don't think we're in the same class when we did it. And my class, when we took it, like the teacher stepped out for like two seconds and everybody just started farting around and screwing around and not doing it. And so everybody just guessed and didn't take it seriously and didn't care. And remember when the test scores came back, it made like national news because how bad they were. So I think it was just everybody just said F it and did whatever they wanted.
1: Uh, I know when I took the test, uh, they repeated to us over and over. This doesn't count. We don't. This is not This is just a set like a medium gauge. And at which point, I just started filling in circles.
0: Right. I honestly think people did like the... Was it Beavis and Butthead that did it where they made like drawings with the s- bubble graphs and stuff? Yeah. I honestly think people were doing stuff like that because you can't tell us up front that this does not matter and then expect us to take it seriously. Seriously. I mean, we're high school kids for Christ's sake. We had a hard enough time showing up to school,
1: yeah, so uh no, we absolutely did nothing uh, for uh, for helping out our state. and maybe we did help out our state because we lowered the bar so low that everyone gets through.
0: <laughs> All right, Mike, Well, to get back on topic and talk about getting through a cave this week, we sat down and watched a movie. On Hulu, brand new, just came out July 10th, the Hulu original, the most expensive film by 69 cents ever purchased at Sundance, Palm Springs, starring Andy Samberg. Mike, uh, you want to give us the uh, rundown for this uh, Romity comedy?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so this is directed by uh, Max um, Barbacow. Uh, this is starring uh, Andy Samberg, Christine Maliotti, uh J.K. Simmons, Uh, Peter Gallagher and Meredith Hagner. And when carefree Niles and reluctant maid of honor Sarah have a chance encounter at Palm Springs wedding, things get complicated as they're unable to escape the venue themselves or each other. So in other words, it's Groundhog Day, but with a new twist.
0: Yeah. And, you know, ever since Groundhog Day was so, so, so successful, there's been lots of franchises that take after it, such as Happy Death Day, which... I actually liked. I have not finished the sequel. I started the sequel when I was actually visiting you, Mike. I started the sequel on the airplane flying home, and I did not finish it because I think we landed then or something. I got like halfway through the sequel.
1: Yeah, you watched another movie probably, and then you were on your your second movie.
0: Right. I, I think it was on my second movie, and we landed, and I just never went back. I need to finish the sequel, but I have watched the original Happy Death Day multiple times Again, not a huge fan of horror, but it was really well done. It was very smart. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Almost a comedy, but it's kind of the horror comedy thing. But uh, enough about Happy Death Day. But it's hard not to drop parallels between that and Groundhog Day and Palm Springs. Because they're all dealing with a similar similar never-ending day.
1: Correct. Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
0: In this, they call it a time loop.
1: Yeah, um this 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 was fun. This was fun. because this, this is a new twist on it. Um I don't think it's too much to give away that uh our main characters, uh Andy Sandberg and uh Christina mulatto or oh no, I screwed that up. M- I think Melotin? it's Miliati, I believe. Miliati, oh, ah yeah. man, yes. It's all right, man. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, um who play uh Niles and Sarah. They are both um stuck in the time loop together
0: yeah i believe that's in the trailers yeah
1: yeah which which makes quite the interesting events because they both kind of know like yeah so
0: well and that's where it differs greatly from groundhog day and happy death day is because uh the person is not going through this completely alone they have uh uh let's call it a pic a partner in crime (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) all right a pic it is um come on uh, mike what movie
0: is that from
1: i'm i'm blanking man i got nothing
0: uh i believe most recently they used that in role models oh yeah
1: okay yep this this was uh this was pretty fun like this is a good lighthearted. this is this is a great pandemic movie
0: it is man it is it's a good comedy it's a lot of fun it uh definitely resonates right now because a lot of this pandemic bullshit and i'm i know i'm just getting angry now but uh, a lot of that it makes it seem like every day is the same day over and over and over again I- i'm lucky that i get to get out of the house every now and then i'm really trying to be smart about going to stores and things like that because exposures are getting higher but it's uh, it's very similar to that what we're going through right now and it's just this is fun and hilarious
1: and i'm they're not doing it alone so i i I think you're right man i think the timing and the 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 content of this movie now necessarily like i think this movie was made a little while back um but it really is relevant right now with we are kind of doing the same thing every day like one of my favorite parts of the day right now is just getting out of the house and and walking the dog because i'm working remote i'm on i'm on zoom calls all the time like that's pretty much all i do i mean there's been several days where i didn't really even get dressed because i don't need to
0: well mike i'm glad you got dressed for me because i was tired of watching your naked body on our zoom call while we are doing a podcast.
1: It's a good thing, though, I can put my background as my naked body, so it's like you can still see most of it.
0: Right, right. And it doesn't help that you turn your camera vertically so I see all of you. Uh, Mags, I'm sorry. He's way too
1: close to me. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm sorry as well.
0: Well, anyways, yeah, Mike, this movie is a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. I think it is well worth a watch. It's a great comedy. It does have romance in it it doesn't have a ton of romance in it It has quite a few twists and turns towards the end there's some scenes that we can get into when we get into spoilers that i want to discuss because i have some theories uh jk simmons was fantastic he was a lot of fun he's not in this movie a whole lot i wish there was a little bit more of him and his character but i think when he does make his appearance he's a blast he really is. He's dark. He's
1: Yeah, he's uh, he's only in it for a little bit, but his character is quite poignant and I like that.
0: Yeah, it's a different twist. It's definitely a different twist when you find out why he's in the movie and why he's doing what he's doing and then, you know, later on there's even more things that are revealed and you're like, "Huh, okay, that is not what I saw coming whatsoever." Uh, you know, I'm trying not to spoil it, but yeah, it's uh this movie is I, it's a lot of fun, man. I mean it was shot well. There's decent cinematography. It's nothing over the top, but there's a few shots specifically in the pool that were done really uniquely and well. Um there's minimal uh CGI in it, but when they do have it, it works out well. Like uh there's a scene with some creatures in the background. Yes, it's very dark, but uh they still came across very lifelike. I like that. The comedy was there. Um I can't imagine being stuck in a time loop where every day is a wedding. <laughs>
1: it, well, we're, we're not there. Spoilers, Matt. Um, no, we're not. But, you know, but, but maybe yourself. to get there. Well, but maybe to get there, I, I'm going to ask you, uh, Matt. What what are you drinking?
0: <laughs> well, Mike, thanks for asking. Today, I made a special trip down a few weeks ago to Phoenix, and I went to my favorite brewery in the world, Four Peaks Brewing Company, and I got a little beer called Rattle On Red Ale. Now, originally, this beer in this aluminum can was only supposed to be available at the brewery and at the Arizona Diamondbacks baseball games. Well, we don't have baseball this year, or and when we do, we will not be able to go see it in person. So they got to sell the beer. So they're selling the beer from the Four Peaks Brewery. I think you can pick it up in stores now, but I don't know if you can get these bad boys, the full pints. But uh, uh, here you go. Here's a little thing that is on the back for all the fans that got one of these to read. It says, D-Backs fan, fans perhaps know it better than anyone else. A good beer is an essential part of any baseball game. So we partnered with Arizona's hometown team and brewed this smooth, refreshing ale to pair with peanuts, dogs, and dingers. Drink up and rattle on. And, I mean, it has the snake head on it and all that stuff. It's a really cool-looking can. It's, you know, it's even though it's an aluminum can, it does not have a twist top. You still got to open it with a bottle opener. It's pretty cool, and it looks good, and it's my favorite baseball team. So there. Mike, um... What flavor of IPA do you have today, sir?
1: Oh, uh good good call, Matt. Uh like always, uh I am drinking uh a uh it's uh called Silo, it's a double IPA and it's it's out of a local brewery uh, call, uh called Ivanhoe Park. Uh um, You're the Hope Park? And what? Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. That no. <laughs> and uh yeah, you know, IPAs, Matt. I'm sorry. Well, dude, I know you like your beers and
0: I-, I wish I could get over how bitter IPAs are because there are a lot of them out there that are very high in alcohol content that I have heard are good beers, but I just, I can't, I can't get over, you know, the bitterness, man. I don't like it. I just don't. I, and I've always been like that. I've never been a huge fan of bitter things in general across the board, not just beer, just everything.
1: And that's just me. It's it's a it's a um acquired taste Matt. uh i was not a fan either and then um my buddy out here dan just kept having me drink them and then eventually i was like i think i kind of like these
0: <laughs> well, it is beer you can't hate it too much you know
1: <laughs> all right uh so with that matt my turn do we want to talk about
0: how palm springs relates to the marvel cinematic universe <laughs> sure we can do that <laughs> well all right mike how does it
1: all right so unlike last week boom found it did you find it all right i found it uh jk simmons is uh j jonah jameson in uh, spider-man far from home yes he is so this this was a a fairly easy one and and i'm totally happy when there's an easy one because uh, last week really rocked me and that was my pick so i felt pretty it was like a double whammy i felt bad because that was my pick and then it's not mcu it's like but i don't want to just eliminate a movie because it doesn't have an mcu Reference, because that that movie was that movie was great. I I, I enjoyed seventy five hundred, and it was it was a lot. It was real good look into what it is like to be a commercial pilot, and and what their role is if stuff goes down. Which is episode one hundred and seventy
0: eight of the Real Film Nerd's podcast. I enjoyed that movie very much as well. So, Mike, Real Film Nerds episode 179, Palm Springs is the start of your new streak of MCU. So, this week makes one. Let's see if I yes. can remember to keep count.
1: Uh, streak of one. All right. The streak
0: of one. All right. So, you know what, everybody, that means? MCU's out of the way. Beer is out of the way for our regular listeners that means it is now spoiler territory. So if you don't want Palm Springs spoiled, go ahead and uh, move along. Mike, uh, go ahead, kick off our spoiler discussion.
1: So uh, I I enjoyed this movie quite a bit and, and uh, a twist in it that I didn't see coming at all is uh, JK Simmons character and how he's also stuck in the time loop, but in, in a different way, he processes it quite a different way. And, I liked that a lot. I think it added quite a bit to the story. And I enjoyed how um, Andy Samberg's uh, character, Niles, just tried to like ignore it. Like, <laughs> yeah, we did this thing. Sorry. Well, what makes it <laughs> easy to
0: ignore is that he, he knows what's going to go on, what's going to happen, so he doesn't go to the wedding all the time. Because he's at his home in Irvine, California, and he makes a special trip to go to the wedding where Andy Sandberg is already at the wedding because his girlfriend is part of the wedding party. So I think that adds a whole nother twist because then J.K. Simmons' character can decide if he wants to go or not, if he wants to go torture Andy Sandberg or not, or do whatever. And not so much torture, but kill. (laughs) and we get a murder montage of jk simmons torturing and killing andy sandberg i don't know a good 30 second long montage he chokes him he waterboards him he shoots him with arrows constantly i don't know why he never used a bazooka i mean there's a clearly a bazooka in this film (laughs) why not go get that that would be fun
1: oh yeah no it, it was it that was fun well and then you get the reveal at the end
0: when he goes to Irvine, and J.K. Simmons is a normal dude. He has a wife, he has a couple of kids, really late in life, and they're fairly young, but uh he's living like, it it was like a terrible day, and now it's like one of the best days of his life that he keeps living over and over and over.
1: Yeah, um, but you also see why he was so pissed. Oh, yeah. Like, he even says, he's like, you know, I was really pissed at you for a long time. And it's like, it's gotta be so weird to be stuck in the, the loop. And like even Andy Sandberg alludes to it. He's like, I am starting to forget about other things because I've been in here for so long. Yeah.
0: He forgets what he used to do for work. Yeah. That's a pretty big <laughs> one to forget.
1: Yeah. Matt, could you forget that you you were, you know, did you take pictures? I don't even think you could. I'm trying. I'm trying hard, Mike. I'm trying real hard. I'll get there.
0: I like J.K. Simmons' character, and then at the end, uh they, they allude to it when Andy Sandberg goes to Palm Springs and he's talking with J.K. Simmons and he's saying, you know, What happened to all cause he was very bleak when he met him at the wedding. It was very bleak. He was saying how uh life is horrible and you're only in it for yourself and uh um, true romance doesn't exist and all that stuff and when he goes and visits J.K. Simmons character in Irvine he's seeing the exact opposite stuff so in all these days he learned to appreciate his family he learned to appreciate his wife and completely turned his whole life around in one perspective
1: yeah that's true uh, I mean even uh, Andy Sandberg's character uh, th- this was funny I, I didn't want to say this earlier but you know it's a wedding every day he's going to every day and and as you alluded to, Matt, that would be kind of rough every day. But uh, at first, when you see some of the kind of flashbacks, he's wearing a tux and he's all respectable and stuff. And then uh, as you see him, like as you meet this character in kind of the beginning, you're like, dude, this guy's a dick. He's just like drinking. He's just in like... T-shirt and shorts, like he he looks like you know, like uh he's on vacation in Hawaii or 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 like like at the beach or whatever. Yeah, he's a complete waste of human life. Who is and so, he's constantly cracking th- beers. Yeah,
0: who is so <laughs> lazy and tired he won't change out of his bathing suit. That's not shorts. That's his bathing suit because the scene where she he's taking his drawers down to get some action with our uh, second main character and he pulls his drawers down and she's like you wear underwear under your bathing suit and she and,
1: and he oh, asks yeah. she, doesn't she everybody gives crap.
0: <laughs> that was pretty funny it's a little scene but it's still pretty funny but yeah that's his bathing suit that he wears all the time and he's constantly cracking beers like there's one scene where they even steal an airplane where they're cracking beers as they're stealing the airplane like they're not even in it yet and they're cracking a beer <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, and it was funny because it's like they knew that they could maybe take off, but they knew that they couldn't land and they don't care. And it was this is really funny. Yeah,
0: and she pulls <laughs> something out of the dashboard she shouldn't have and then the plane goes straight into the ground. Perfect. Hilarious.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, the the um the kind of weird dancing like, oh, like craziness at that bar, dude. That like was the-
0: hilarious. That was another one of my favorite parts. And then another one. The weird dancing montage thing, but I I can't get around this movie. I should have alluded talked about it earlier. Was how much sex there is in this movie. There's a lot. You don't really see much, but right off the first five minutes of the movie, you know, Andy Sandberg is trying to bang his girlfriend. And then later on they talk about how well, haven't you slept with so many people, you know, day after day, his uh partner in crime and He's like, yeah, I've slept with... PIC, Matt. PIC. Uh, P-I-C. PIC, right, right, right. Um, and so he answers her and says, yeah, I've slept with a lot of people, but it's just so much work. And then you see the montage, and like he hooks up with the with the older biker chick at the bar, and he's like, you'll be surprised. She was amazing. She's like, nope, not surprised.
1: <laughs> no, no, yeah. Uh, it, 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 that, that, that was very funny. That was... Um, uh, and then the begin like like you were talking about in the beginning, I mean, I don't know how much we should give away, but uh he's having a little bit of problem performing and you're like, dude. But then you kind of find out why. His mental state is like he's not really in it, but he's like, Well you know, he's a dude. Yeah.
0: Yeah, right. Well, I was gonna say, I don't know if he has problems performing, it's just she's cheats on him you know over and over yeah, again yeah. and he's like oh, i might as well hit it this morning but she's going to be banging you know the 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 officiant later officiant yeah yeah it's like god dude i i might have a hard time you know performing every morning after a few thousand oh. times of doing that
1: oh dude the officiant nose candy stuff <laughs> is so funny and like it's it's like why is it, why colored? Is it
0: colored right that was the question <laughs> i was gonna say it's like what are they what kind of blow are they doing and oh dude the term that jk simmons used too—he's like he's like he's got a bag of candy in his pocket and then you see him doing the blow and it's colored it's like maybe it really is pixie sticks am i missing out on something my whole life
1: (laughs) and then uh andy sandberg's character at this point has started the the looping stuff Or time looping. So he's just like, yeah, whatever. And he just walks right up to him in the middle of the ceremony, grabs the stuff out of his pocket.
0: (laughs) That's in the trailer too. Yeah. That's so good. That's so funny. So, so, so funny.
1: Uh, the, yeah. And then the, there's a, there's a scene in here that's, that was really good with the Andy Sandberg is, is dancing at the wedding and he knows everything that's going to happen with everyone. And just, just like blowing, uh, uh, um sarah's character away she's like what the hell is going on (laughs) well
0: yeah he's like rolling over people's backs he's grabbing a glass of champagne drinking the glass of champagne returning it to the person he took it
1: from puts down a chair yeah it's it's funny for a guy that's gonna fall
0: over because he's too drunk i mean it's just i don't know how long it took to rehearse that but they they did a good job it was it was fun it was really fun yeah
1: it looks so fluid and nice
0: all right, Mike, so you want me to get into some of the end parts that I have theories about?
1: Okay, yeah, let's do it. I,
0: I Again, massive spoilers because I'm going to ruin the end. So how they get out of the time loop is they blow themselves up in the cave. But if you notice, Magic it's just cave. them. There's no J.K. Simmons. Yes. You want to know wh- why? This is my theory. Okay. Towards, towards the end, there's a scene... Where uh, Sarah's on her phone and she's leaving a voicemail for someone talking about... I don't remember her exact words, but talking about something. And then she ends it with like saying something like, okay, that's all you have to do. And then hangs up. That's the day that they blow themselves up and return or... Well, I'll get into that theory a little later. Or go to another universe. My theory is that she was calling... (laughs) roy jk simmons character leaving the voicemail for him so that no matter how many times he repeats that day he will always get that voicemail and eventually get it so he can figure out how to get out of the time loop if he chooses
1: wow interesting that's one of my didn't get that at all here's my other thing all right right. before
0: she makes that phone call no i think it's right when she gets off that phone call um her grandma or the or the uh The uh, groom's grandma, one of the brighter groom's grandmothers comes up and talks to her. I think it was her grandma. I'm not sure. And it was the day that they're going to blow themselves up so they can get out of the time loop. And it's very specific. She uses very specific words versus any other time she's talked to her. And she said, well, I guess since you're going to be leaving now. So I think the grandma knows that she's going to be dying soon or something horrific is going on and she doesn't want to die or she's afraid to die. So she put herself into this time loop and is living out as many days as she wants for eternity. Oh, wow. See, this is the problem. I'm digging deep. This is where it gets very black mirrors towards the end. Okay. And now here's my last one. And then I'll stop. I will stop with my theories. I have one more. All right. All right. So you remember the part there's dinosaurs. They saw dinosaurs when they were tripping on mushrooms. Were the dinosaurs real or were they not real? That's the real question. the end of the movie, you see dinosaurs walking by. The characters don't notice them, but there's dinosaurs walking by in the distance. I think they did not see the dinosaurs in real life. I think they were tripping balls when they saw them. When they uh, blew themselves up, instead of returning to the universe they came from, they went to another multi-universe where dinosaurs exist. Oh. all right. Again, I might be reaching... But these are all the things that I was thinking about as I was watching this film. So I, I kind of liked that aspect that it, I turned it into very uh, a ish kind of <laughs> movie, I guess.
1: <laughs> you did, you did a little bit, but uh, you know, I had a lot of fun with this. I, I think this was fun. Um, it was, you know, I, I don't want to say that Groundhog Day, like, you know, the kind of idea of having a day repeating has been done but i enjoyed this this fresh take and different look at uh how something could go down and uh so that 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 to me was fun like i liked seeing pretty much three characters that we know about officially that are in the loop well
0: mike it's you know grand hog day is a hard one to beat it's an incredible film uh done by you know bill murray and um great i'm blanking on his name but uh, Egon from Ghostbusters, I'm forgetting his real name.
1: Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Rest
0: in peace. Uh, He was the writer and director of that film. Uh, Bill Murray, and I'm sure, um, uh, see, I'm trying, anyways, I'm sure uh, Dan Aykroyd also had probably some writing in on it because they worked together a lot, the three of them writing wise. But uh, you can't, you can't hate on Groundhog Day. And I feel that Palm Springs is definitely an homage to that film. It, It has to be. I mean, it's, the, sure, the main premise, but they just they turned it into their own thing. They used the main premise of a time loop, but turned in their own thing, and I think it was very successful. And so, uh, uh, based on that, uh, Mike, that is why I give it three and a half reels.
1: Wow! No, awesome. Uh, it was Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm um, so bad yeah, with names, man. I'm sorry. I know. Yeah, yeah, That's okay. And Matt, you know, I thought of another movie. Uh, this is more of a sci-fi type movie, but um, Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, or, or, or uh, you know, it's Emily Blunt and Tom Cruise, but I think it might be called Live, Die, Repeat now. I don't know. They kind of changed. I think they had the movie titled Live, Die, Repeat in other countries, and then... I don't know. Like, if you go to buy it, I think now it says Live, Die, Repeat instead of Edge of Tomorrow. Well, What's confusing. what happened
0: is they changed it halfway through being in the theaters because not enough people are going to watch it because they didn't understand Edge of Tomorrow, I guess. And so they changed the title and the marketing and everything to try and get more people to see it in America.
1: Oh, oh I, I mean, I saw it. I loved the movie, man. I was like... Yeah,
0: I saw it as Edge of Tomorrow. I, you watch the trailer, you know what it is. It's awesome. That's what it is, pure and simple.
1: Uh, Yeah. Um, You know... I'm not always the hugest Tom Cruise fan, but he's had a couple, like, recent uh, awesome sci-fi movies, and uh, that was one of them. And then the other one was with all the white and, uh, like, the little pods and stuff. Uh, What was it called? Tom Cruise is definitely – he has – he's done a lot of neat things, and, uh, you know, the the Oblivion. Oh, were you looking that
0: up? I was going to say I knew it was Oblivion. I didn't realize you were looking up the name. I would have just blurted it out. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, Edge of Tomorrow and Oblivion were just like to me. I was like, dude, he just back to back movies where I was like, man, very good. I really like these movies. Yeah, very good. Yeah, Tom I Cruise was like, sci-fi. these are really good sci-fi movies. Yeah, he's
0: more of an action person, you know, Mission Impossible, Top Gun, stuff like that. You know, Days of Thunder. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The man. I, I. I. Speaking of Top Gun, I have mixed feelings about the new Top Gun. Like what? It's been so long. Dude, I want
0: to see the movie so
1: bad. How dare you? No, but I want to. I want to see it. But like, part of the reason I want to see it is like, do you know what the Navy did for oh, this? Yeah,
0: I watched the behind the scenes trailer. Oh yeah, dude. If we find out after Tom Cruise dies that he got to fly an F eighteen with no one else in there, I would not be surprised. I would
1: not. They they got to use they got to be in cockpits flying, but they were in the two seat versions. And then they just filmed it like so they weren't they weren't really flying, but they could pretend they were flying. Oh, so like all those scenes in the movie, like just the trailer there, it's real flying like they're really in, in jets. And
0: I want to see it in a theater. I do not want to watch it at home. I want to see it in a damn theater. It's going to be so lackluster at home. Granted, I do have my beautiful new 65 inch TV, but I want to see it in the theater.
1: God damn! It. Yeah, I want to see. I want to. I want to see Atmos or whatever. Yeah, I want to have Atmos. the sound coming right. at me in seventeen directions. Right.
0: I want to feel it.
1: Yeah, yeah. You. I wanted to see if the brown note is real. The brown note is real.
0: <laughs> oh, I don't know if they're gonna have the brown note in Top Gun too, Mike. Oh, uh, I don't know. All right. Well, I already gave my <laughs> reels, Mike. How many reels do you get, Palm Springs?
1: uh Matt, you know I, i'm gonna give this one uh three reels uh i enjoyed Only it quite
0: three a bit. jesus mike
1: sorry Matt. all
0: right fine Just, i gave it three and a half i didn't give it too much more but
1: i know i know I, I i i enjoyed this movie um i i think it was good uh you know um matt is it my turn to pick for what we're reviewing next week damn right it is you got me in the middle of a drink. See, you all, I always get
0: you in the middle of a drink. You got me for once. Wow, that's impressive. Mike, yes. <laughs> since I picked Palm Springs, currently streaming on Hulu, it is your turn to pick our next streaming tributary or legacy cast movie for next week. And so, uh, Mike, um,
1: the anticipation is killing me. Please, please enlighten me. All right, Matt. So uh, I think I'm going to pick this movie called Guns Akimbo. Uh, it's starring Daniel Ratcliffe, better known as Harry Potter. Harry Potter. And uh, yeah, um, it's a fun sci fi movie uh, that I think you're going to like quite a bit. Uh, and I can't wait to talk about it with you.
0: Well, all right, Mike. So I guess with that, uh, that's pretty much the end of the pod. Um, don't forget uh our t shirts should be coming out soon if you wanna grab one. head on over to kirby t s now i said it wrong last week because uh i didn't want to type shit in but it is not kirby's t it is kirby t s so it's k i r b y the letter t s dot com
1: all right well you know i'm i'm eagerly awaiting the uh the uh, Jaws mashup of uh, Real Film Real Nerds. I don't know
0: when that one is going to come out because Dave is going to be working on that one. I'm not pushing him or anything. He, I sent him a bunch of our logos, our fonts, all that stuff, and so he's whipping up a Real Film Nerds logo T-shirt which has our what I effectively call our popcorn bucket head character along with the uh, Blade Runner font is what we use. Uh, it says Real Film Nerds. So that should be coming out uh i don't know probably this week or next week something like that and then the John's one that will be awesome that's down the road uh i'm excited to see what dave comes with mike i will make sure and send it to you when we get a proof so uh yeah again they're going to be around 20 bucks and you can get a medium to a 4xl and it's about 20 bucks shipped to your door check them out
1: kirby t's awesome man awesome well uh i think with that we should uh in the pod so um I'm just going to go out and tell everybody to watch all the movies that they can. Catch catch us on the Instagrams and all the socials, the Facebooks, and all, all, all that stuff. So, yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram
0: at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie.
2: Good morning, Magic 99.1. Who's this?
0: Message received.
2: <laughs> I was testing you because you said you always listen and uh, and you proved that you do. Nice job, Matt Hinshaw. How are you, buddy?
0: I am living the dream. How are you doing, Lisa?
2: You know what? I am living the dream right alongside you.
0: How was vacation?
2: You know what? It was good. It was good. It was nice to sleep in till 8 o'clock, which, you know, that's that's quite a treat when you're used to getting up at 4
0: Yeah, that's pretty ruthless. I I couldn't do it because I go to bed (laughs) at about 3.30. Aha!
2: I'm getting up right (laughs) as you're going down. I gotcha. Because you're up late watching shows for your podcast, right? The Real Film Nerds.
0: Definitely. Every night.
2: Yeah, well, you know, we got to start off with some sad news this morning because someone from my favorite movie passed away yesterday. Did you hear about this?
0: Yeah, it was uh, Kelly Preston, right?
2: Yes, from um, Jerry Maguire. Very sad news. Nobody really knew she was sick, so that was that was a sad one this morning.
0: Yeah, definitely a shocker because uh, she was fairly young too.
2: Yeah, fifty-seven. She was extremely young, Matt. Yeah. Well, God bless her soul. What are you calling in to talk about this morning?
0: Well, this past weekend, I sat down and watched a brand new movie that came out on Hulu. Yes. Hulu, which is known mostly for TV shows, starring Andy Samberg and J.K. Simmons called Palm Springs. And how
2: was Palm Springs?
0: I really, really enjoyed it. Oh, I'm so happy it to is, hear you say that. It is a lot like uh, Groundhog Day. It is clearly inspired by Groundhog Day. It is a time loop movie, but instead of being one person living through the same day repeatedly over and over and over it turns into two people. And it is a romantic comedy, but there's more comedy than there is romance in it.
2: Oh, well, you like that part, right?
0: Yes, I like the comedy over the romance, definitely.
2: (laughs) Uh, That's all you're going to admit on the radio anyway, right? Of course. Of course.
0: You know. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
2: excellent. I'm so glad that you liked it. Rotten Tomatoes gave it 92%. That's amazing.
0: Yeah, that is pretty high for Rotten Tomatoes, definitely. It's just it might be the timing because with the uh, wonderful pandemic going on, it's like we're all living the same day over and over. Right. It's just fun, lighthearted, hilarious, you know, just, it's a great fun comedy for right now. And it's, just skyrocketing because of the times.
2: Perfect. And we can catch it on Hulu because we all have Hulu. So super yeah. easy to watch it.
0: If not, you can always get the the cheap, cheap Hulu that has commercials. I think it's like three or four bucks a month. You can yeah. pay for that for a month to watch this movie. It's right. definitely worth it.
2: That's that's what I have. I have the cheap, cheap Hulu, Matt. <laughs>
0: There's nothing wrong with it, you <laughs> know. If if you were okay with commercials, then go for it. I, I you know, I try not to watch commercials anymore. But... Right,
2: right. <laughs> well, commercials pay my paycheck, so I'm all about the commercial, Matt. Well, tell me, um, did you catch Hamilton on Disney Plus that came out last I week?
0: Have, I have not watched Hamilton yet. No, okay. I have not squeezed it in there. It's it's a large time commitment.
2: Yeah. How, why? How many hours?
0: I think it's at least two, if not more.
2: Okay. All right. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet either. I was anxious to hear what you thought. So what are we planning on watching next week?
0: Next week, uh, it is Mike's week to pick a film. Mike picked a movie I know nothing about. It's uh, currently streaming on Amazon Prime. It came out in February. It's called Guns Akimbo. It is starring Daniel Radcliffe, a.k.a. Harry Potter, and it's kind of a black mirror sci-fi shoot 'em up movie from what he was describing. Oh. So, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how that one is.
2: Okay, very good. Well, you guys can catch Matt's podcast. It's called The Real Film Nerds. As always, Matt great chat with you this morning.
0: It's always great chat with you too, Lisa.
2: Have a great day.
0: You too.